85% of the crime in the U.S., where do you think it takes place? Uh, at Walmart. <laughs> uh, no. Unfortunately, it's property crimes, so people's personal property. Wow. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. This episode of the Impact Defense Podcast is brought to you by our own home defense seminars. We host these seminars directly at our own location. But if you choose to host a seminar, we would travel to you. For more information about our home defense classes, go ahead and go over to impactdefense.online slash home. Now time for the news portion of our podcast, brought to you by me. We're going to talk about a homeowner on February 2nd, 2017, who at 9.05 p.m., she opened her door to a woman asking her questions on her front porch. Her dog went out the door, started smelling around. The lady had opened her main door and her screen door to talk to the woman outside. While they were still speaking, a second person, a man, started walking towards her door. She noticed this, shut her screen door very quickly, and shut her main door, and locked it. Just in time for a third man to walk up carrying a shotgun. Whoa. While the other man had been concealing a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. How... Oh, what happened? They begin trying to open the door all the time. The woman's dog is outside, running around frantically. As soon as the three suspects realize that the door was bolted, locked, they tried it one more time and ran back to their getaway vehicle. But let's let's look at a couple of the things like first. like breaking down that situation because there was so much to break down there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Like, first off, she should not, and we're going to actually get to this. We should start with the time of day it was. 9.05 p.m. It was dark. Yeah. yeah. See, that makes it a lot easier to conceal if it's dark. True. Because all it has to be is, is concealed from plain view. Um, all right. First off, I don't care if it's daylight or dark or mm-hmm. anything. Do not open your screen door and your main door. So if you're going to open your main door, leave that screen door shut until you know exactly 100% for sure what that person is there for. And if you don't know them, I really highly suggest never really opening that screen door. Or if the lock on the screen door supposedly does not work. (laughs) Don't open it. They don't know that it doesn't work. Um, I guess the next thing to talk about is that she was aware enough to see the second man approaching. So it was a woman who came up to the door to speak to her, but a man started approaching after she had already opened the door. As soon as she saw him coming, uh, she shut both doors. She actually didn't have the door fully shut whenever he walked up, so he was trying to push it open while she was pushing it closed, but she managed to actually get the door shut and the bolt done before he could get it open. That is good. Um, Another thing to look at is that when her dog went outside, she didn't try to get the dog back inside before the man approached. She took her own safety, shut the door, left the dog outside, because really, what do they want with the dog? Yeah. 
Like, it's not John Wick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Poor John Wick's dog. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack with that. Uh, unfortunately, I think what we're going to have to do is basically unpack it through this podcast because, really, we're going to be looking at how to make your house look less desirable for somebody to come in, how to, uh, you know, try to set up and capture people on the outside, um, and, and, and how to make it harder for somebody to break in your door. For instance, if you're going to break into a church and you can get through the church without blowing up the security system, it's probably not a very good security system. Listen, you probably shouldn't be uh, telling your past on here like that. Because when you, when people I did that, it for the pastor. Thank you. <laughs> when people hear that you're breaking into the churches, they're going to stop listening to the podcast. I know. So your 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 pastor at the time locked himself out, needed in. Yeah. And you so were able to break in for it. It was actually it was really the person who was filling in for the pastor one night. Um, I'm not gonna say any names, uh, but Don't. yeah. But he forgot his keys, and the pastor was going to have to come and unlock the door. And uh, I was just like, I can get in. I was there with him because I had spent the day with his family that day. And so he's like, no, Hey, what now? <laughs> like, you can get in. Like, yeah, it's, it's really easy. He's like, What? Give me like five minutes. <laughs> And so I go down to the downstairs, and they had these tall windows, and there were windows all over the church. And so I go down to the lower level. I went down behind the church to the window of the youth room um, because the youth group always loved to go out of the window instead of the door because it's more fun. And most of the time, they forgot to lock it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I would I opened it up and went through and I knew that there was the motion sensing security system there and so I just kind of hugged the wall and walked around mm. so I just hugged the wall and shuffled around under the security system up the stairs and around got to the front and just triggered it as like on purpose as soon as I went to open the door for him um so that way, I wouldn't notify the police or anything. So there's Jada's story. But he's like, into a church. You're, yeah, she, he, he goes, uh, yeah, you're going to have to show me how you did that so that no one can do it again. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't get it fixed because I had to do it again. <laughs> That's a different the part you're not day. To tell. A different day. Hey, it wasn't for personal gain, it was <laughs> to help out a preacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's the story of how, when I was like eight, I broke into a church. (laughs) So did you know in 2018, a property crime happened in the United States every 4.4 seconds? Oh, my word. Good grief. Yeah. That was not a good year. Well, I don't think it's really changed all that much. These are just, you know, recent stats. So there was about 7 million property crimes reported in 2019. Yeah, I, I mean, it really is a lot. I mean, some, these are the kind of things we have to really, really think about. Yes. And $13.3 billion worth of stuff was reported as stolen in 2019. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now moving on, 
Lily's like, I'm not Lily. Kylie's like, I'm hiding my fish tank. (laughs) (laughs) I can't really hide it. It's too big. (laughs) I don't think you have to worry about your fish tank. Just home invading. (laughs) She knows to make her way to your bedroom. Like, like after that first kick of them trying to get through the door, she knows to run to your bedroom. She's going to run with a blanket and toss the blanket over the fish tank while she's running. <laughs> Don't give her any ideas. Okay. Um, now, let's talk about, like, how we stop or how we make our home less desirable for people to break right. into. Uh, first thing would be lighting everything up. Okay. So not with fire. Not with fire. We're not. Uh, we're not condoning arsony. So we want to make sure everything is is really well lit up around the outside of our house. Uh, criminals generally will tend to pick dark houses, and they will pick dark houses surrounded by dark they houses like even dark. more. They like the dark, yeah. So tell your neighbors to get their lights up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and stop complaining about Christmas lights on the porch. It's a home defense mechanism. Uh, I'm is, kidding. Okay. Okay. Uh, we forgot to mention in the mention, in the beginning of this podcast, but it's Labor Day. And I think Labor Day is entirely too early to be putting out Christmas lights. <laughs> I knew. I, I know our new editor is is looking forward to putting Christmas lights out starting in like July. So, yeah. Wait, this is. I know. I'm saying like she was looking forward to it back in July. Okay. Christmas see, lights, Christmas I'm, music. Yeah. See, I'm all, I'm ready for Halloween. <laughs> anyway, um, like light up the area. Right, okay, we got another rabbit trail. Light up the area. You want good security lights. Don't cheap out on this. You want something really, really bright. Um, for us, we went with also motion get sensor good lights. Yeah, well, I mean, if the lights on the outside it actually makes it harder to see on the inside. Uh, we'll talk about that as well, though. Uh, as long as your lights aren't on on the inside. I know. I'm talking about so that you can sleep despite there being bright lights outside. Oh. <laughs> well, my my suggestion, what we did at our house, is we actually put up motion sensor lights. Uh, that way, when somebody comes walking through, it really, really brightens up. I mean, it's, it, it lights up the area really big. And we put those on the corners of our house. And then the house that... My friends had me come down and help them with their home security set up. We did that with them as well. Now, here's an interesting fact. That one was a much older house. It's a brick house. It's kind of hard to run wires. With ours, we just ran the wires out to the corner of the house. Theirs was a lot harder to to deal with as being an older house. So what we actually ended up doing with them is we actually got some solar panel lights, security lights. So... It's solar powered. We put it up there and then I have a wire that runs up and there's a solar panel coming off. You'll see it in the video if you watch the video uh, talk about this. Uh, But that just helps when somebody comes walking through or something comes walking through, boom, the lights come on. And then all of a sudden, you know, they know they are exposed and they have a lot less likely to do this. Now, for me, this actually worked out for me when we had some friends that didn't know what I had done. They came and tried to roll. Well, they did roll part of our yard one night this has been a few years ago they come in and roll our yard and i noticed that like it only TP your yard yeah like toilet paper the yard gotcha uh so i noticed that it only made it a certain amount of distance down our driveway and then the lights came on and they ran off so um i don't know why my mind went to like rolling the grass into holes <laughs> like stealing all of your grass but that's what i went you were like roll our yard i was like uh, roll what <laughs> 
No, I've always heard it TP your house. Okay. Well, they didn't get to my house because the lights came on. The security lights came on, and they ran off. So that was uh, that was that was very good. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I know someone whose tree got toilet papered. That's all they really got was a couple trees until the lights came on and then they ran off. I didn't know anything about it. They thought they were caught. So, worked out great. Okay, well, the same thing with a criminal. When they're coming up and all of a sudden the lights, boom, come on, you know, a lot of times it's going to run people off right there. So, there are several different options that you can have for these types of things. You can wire it up. You can do a solar panel type thing. Uh, both have been fairly easy. The solar panel was, was honestly very, very easy because we didn't have to run wires or anything like that. Um, but if you cannot do that, if you can't wire something yourself, uh, my suggestion generally, if you trust yourself around stuff, look up YouTube. You can find and learn how to do mm-hmm. everything on YouTube, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but uh, fortunately, because I do a lot of my own work because, thank God for YouTube. Uh, <laughs> So we, uh, my dad came over and we just wired this thing up. But in the situation of the other house, it was it looked a lot more complicated, and they didn't really want to go into all of that. So we just did solar panels. There are really good options out there. You can check that out, and we'll see if we can't even maybe drop some of the links in the description of this podcast. Another really great tool for home defense that's not really that hard to set up is to get just thorny bushes to have outside of your windows mm-hmm. um keeping them well manicured so you can't so that someone can't just stand behind them and be obscured but just well trimmed under the line of the window but directly under the window so that people can't get in through the window you want those thorny bushes that no one really wants to mess with yeah uh, and i mean if you're that kind of parent and you have teenagers who like to test your patience it makes it harder to sneak out too so. <laughs> Well, if they do jump out the window, then it's going to be easier for you to identify that in the next morning. It's like, oh, you got like 15 new scratches on you. What happened? <laughs> what did you do to my bush? <laughs> <laughs> Another simple home defense technique is to close your blinds once it's dark. Because if they're open once it's dark, then you can really see what's inside the house. So be sure to close your blinds. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want somebody knowing who's in the house, how many people are in the house. What's in the house. Yeah, what's in the house. If there's anybody in the house, I mean, you You can always set up that Home Alone rig where he had the cardboard (laughs) cutouts rig to move around the house. You can, and that's a lot harder to see, or a lot easier to tell that it's just a rig if the blinds are open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just keeping keeping the blinds closed and just letting the cardboard cutouts go behind the (laughs) blinds. Is that what you do at your house? It's definitely what I do at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Every now and then there's a speaker that just yells, What do you mean you bought another gun? <laughs> I like that. You can't overdo it. I mean, you can't, it can't be like every five minutes, but you know, once an hour or so, that would work. <laughs> it's like, oh, 5.30, there's Glinda. <laughs> what do you mean you bought <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, um, cameras, being able to see the stuff on the outside of your home. There's several options on this as well. Uh, you can actually have like, we're going to get into like alarms and stuff like that in the next episode, uh, or alarm systems and different things that you can do. Uh, some of those have cameras that you can have on the outside of the house. It's going to make it really easy. Um, sometimes you can just get 
cameras that are constantly recording, that record for motion, that record for different things, uh, maybe that are connected to the internet that you can just use your smartphone to see. Uh, and then sometimes, you, if you want the lower tech approach that's not connected to the internet, which is like the house that we did, they did not want cameras connected to the internet. Uh, not many anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, then we're gonna go, or we went with them with those like, game cameras. So right now at their house, there are game cameras that are all around. Uh, they're hidden in different places and make it easy for, you know, you get pictures of anything, anybody that walks by, and then once a week, or if something happens, or you just... Or walks by. I said, or anything. Uh, or, you know, once a week, you just... Gotta be careful of those deer robbing your house. Yeah. I know. And the apples, I mean. Yeah, so there's what? Kylie's grandparents have some at their um, apple trees. Just a deer knocking on your door. I heard you got apple butter, fool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Gangster deer. So, we have... Uh, those cameras we put up around, and that way we have it set up where you see if anybody goes up to the door. Uh, I actually, believe it or not, actually just learned about this. Didn't ever really think about it until there was a rash of break-ins around our house in our neighborhood. And the people were caught because somebody had game cameras outside aimed at their front door. And they caught pictures of the guys robbing their house. So those people were caught. Uh, that was very, very interesting. Um, so... But that, that works out well. You can have the internet-connected cameras. If you don't want internet-connected cameras, my suggestion is usually game cameras. That works really, really well. We've had uh, you know, success in our neighborhood even with, with those. And you know, if you don't see anyone, you just see a bunch of animals like coyotes, skunks, Someone's going to live in the city and be like, these creatures come in your yard. Deer. Okay. Someone's Cats. coming from the city. Thank so you. We have, I am never coming to the country. Those animals are wild. <laughs> we have several. Rabbits. Yeah, that's just. So we have several different types of cameras around our house. And those are one, especially the ones a little further out from the house and stuff like that. And In our backyard. Yeah, in our backyard, we have seen all kinds. Of, we've seen six deer in one picture. Um, well, if, we I was, were, if I was a deer hunter. My grandfather saw a bobcat. We heard one, but we haven't seen it. We, we were very, very disappointed that it did not show up on the video. But we have everything that Kylie was just listing, we have seen in our yard. Yes. So, I know. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> I'd rather have coyotes than, like, a, a, I'd rather have a rabid coyote than a rabid bobcat. I'd rather not have anything rabid. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't um, know, I was just thinking. Oh, and raccoons. Yeah. I know someone who was attacked by a rabid fox. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> I don't know why that all came to mind. I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, we, next on the list, well, actually, still with cameras, um, and what we have on our house and the house that we are, the guys that we are working with through this other house, it's it's a possibility they may want one of these. We've got it on our house, and it's a camera doorbell. Uh, it's a smart doorbell. Uh, I can see it anytime when somebody is up in our house. Uh, my thing is... And I'm not going to get into, I know we've gotten controversial with our uh, calibers for self-defense stuff before, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Um, but let's just say, look at the company who makes your that particular camera, because some of them are being misused by the companies who make them. 
and they're used to look at you know see what's going on in certain neighborhoods and stuff like that i can't stand that i'm definitely a kind of a, i prefer to be pretty private myself um so i don't want something that is going to share the video feed with the company that made the camera so i, I like the logitech circle view because it's a lot more secure than some of the other things out there but look over the do your own research those things are very very good you get a nice video of anybody that comes up to your door whether you're at home or not so if somebody comes up to your door it's going to get it uh, so that would be another good way to have a camera on the outside of your house why don't you slam us with some statistics about where people usually enter okay yeah speaking of that uh and this kind of lead into our final point that we're going to breathe bring in uh for this last episode and that is over half the time, if somebody is going to try to enter your home, it's going to be through the door. The majority of that, like 34% of the time, it's your front door. The front door, the strength of the actual front door actually matters very, very little about whether they're going to get in or not with that kick. It's actually a lot more dependent on the door frame itself. What you have a lot of times is you have these very simple little screws that are anywhere from about a half inch to three quarters of an inch long, and they drill in the little strike plates that your deadbolt and that your uh, doorknob goes into. And those little bitty screws do not get but just into that door frame. So when somebody kicks the door, even the strongest door in the world, it's only as strong as the door frame, and that door frame will split. So what you actually need is like some big, long, three-inch wood screws. And this is what we've done at our house. This is what I just did at the other house that we are working on. Uh, we take out those screws and we drill in some really big, nice, long wood screws that will hold it in. And actually in that house, we replaced the locks anyway because they had some kind of cheaper, crappier locks. You want to make sure you have decent quality uh, locks on your door. On, and also they wanted all of their doors to be keyed the same. So we just went through and we replaced all of them. Uh, that cost a little bit, but you know, you want a decent, well-trusted lock to go on your house. And then you also want those big, nice, long screws. The reason we want a three inch long wood screw is because that screw is gonna go all the way into the frame of your house, not just the frame of your door. Most of the time, for most people, it takes about one kick to get through the door on a regular house. With those big, long wood screws, that goes from about one to about seven on average. And we, I actually watched a uh, very, very sad video. If the guy in this video ever hears this podcast, I'm sorry, dude, but learn to kick. Okay, so this guy was a news reporter, and he was, he was talking about this. He goes out, and he is trying to kick in this door with the little bitty wood screw, or the little bitty screws that are coming out. It takes him, I don't remember if it was like eight times, seven or eight times to kick in that door. The kicks looked pitiful. This is a full grown man. Kylie very easily could have kicked, take that back. I've got nine year olds in our classes that could have kicked better than this guy mm -hmm. kicked. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was absolutely pitiful. It took him, like I said, seven or eight kicks probably to put, go through that door. After that, they put the screws in the long screws in it took him like 26 or so kicks to actually make it through the door that's not average the average person is going to try to kick in a door actually knows how to kick in a door so 
it's not going to take them 20-some kicks to get in. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to that guy, but please go train with somebody and learn how to kick because that was pretty pitiful. Uh, I'll, I'll get off that one now, though. Uh, or just don't be the example for – Yeah, don't be the example for that. Like, get somebody in there that knows how to kick. Speaking of which, if anybody is fairly local in our area and you know a house that is about to come down, I'm not joking. We want to do a video on this. If you know a house that's going to come down or something, or somebody just wants to volunteer their front door to let me come kick it in, uh, we, we want to do a video on this to show a lot more of a realistic version of this. Uh, if we're throwing a kick into this door and splitting the door frame with one kick, and then how many kicks it actually is going to take from somebody who knows how to kick. Uh, you know, get that through. And I, I know I said one more, but I have just one more. Um, that is security alarm stickers. Okay? Whether you actually have a security alarm in your house or not, you want some type of sign and stickers on the doors uh, or outside the door that says that you have a security alarm. About 73% of the time when somebody pulls up to your house, if you have these, they will move on to some other house. Okay? are a lot less likely to try to actually break into your house if you have some type of thing that shows that you have an alarm. All right, so we're going to make Dad stop talking now, so that way next time we can talk about the inside of the house. Hope you enjoyed all of these new options and reasons for you to go to a department store. Um, <laughs> don't forget to get yourself involved in a home defense class or just a personal self-protection class. Uh, you can check out impactdefense.online. And remember, we will actually come to you if you want to host an event. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, stay alert, and we'll see you in the next podcast. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.